Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, all right, all right. We're rolling here today. Boy, I got to tell you something. I got the gift of all gifts. Oh, yeah? Could I read something I was given yesterday? Of course. Please. It's really good. Certificate of Recognition. The following award is given to Carl Clausen. You are officially a standout in the crowd. That's an acronym. Certified Registered Old School Weather Dad. <laughs> Presented on this day by Bob Harold. Is your dad awake? Probably not quite yet. Give him a text. Tell him as soon as he wakes up, I want to get him on air. Okay. I want to publicly and personally thank him for this. And I want to talk about what's coming on Friday. We've got a big storm brewing, folks. Yeah. Bob is the vice president of the National Recognition Board. <laughs> and uh, so cute. very grateful for this certificate. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody you want to thank for this award? I want to thank my mom and dad for giving me uh, just the upbringing that they gave me. I want to thank, obviously, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want to thank Allie for seeing this gift in me. She passed it on to her dad. <laughs> you got to thank your, your kids, too, for, for making you right? dad. Thank That's you. true. And I want to thank my kids for driving poorly enough where I need to give them a heads up on life. Yeah. Actually, neither one of Well, our, our, son and, <laughs> son and, our daughter and son-in-law just bought a car. It's terrifying that they're going to be on the roads now. Storm fronts rolling around. My son does not have a car. He hasn't had a car in 12 years. How what? weird is that? For real? Wow. No. He, Good for him. Yeah. He lives in Saving Miami. Saving a lot of money. He runs a tech company, and guess what? He takes UberX wherever he goes. Good for him. He just goes. He takes Uber so much, they give him all kinds of stuff now. <laughs> oh, like sure. T-shirts and cups and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all kinds of spiffs. They go, we really like you. That's pretty good. But he's got drivers. They need to know when fronts are coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I try to advise our children what's going on. You are the classic a registered old school weather dad and that uh, maybe you have one of these in your life, the person who announces when storms are coming as if people aren't checking their apps or they, Every they, 10 minutes of they check radar. <laughs> they collect. I had my grandpa who was the original old school weather dad, okay. my dad's mm. dad. He would every day, and this was so sweet. He would send out by email the high temps, for every one of his kids and his grandkids. So we'd get a daily weather report from my grandpa with all of the high temps for all of the different places. And it was the sweetest thing. He was like the original weather dad. Well, I would wait for these. And a good dad knows that your kids have the weather is very accessible, but But, they don't care. They want to make sure you get it. By the way, this certificate came along with an award. It did. A gift. It was it was excellent. I have Doppler radar Crocs. They're so cool. And they looking. are beautiful. <laughs> they are. They are awesome. I love the right foot. Looks different than the left foot. Yeah. There's a different storm front coming in on each foot, and yeah. I can see the weather band and the hot spots. Oh yeah. Where the snow is very probable, and uh. where it's blue sky. So I've got Doppler radar Crocs, and yep. and Allie, I want to thank you for giving your dad a heads up that I should be admitted to the crowd. Certified, registered, old school 
<laughs> I'm glad you didn't have old fart weather dad. No, no, no. Old school. Old school weather dad. And my dad has a matching pair. So he was so pumped when he got his for Christmas, I think last year. <laughs> they are great. Recently, <laughs> when he found out that you were a part of the old school weather dad club. Oh, yeah. He said, you know what? Carl needs some of these Crocs, too. Give me his size. I want to get him some. It's such a blessing. They are very cool looking. They are super cool. They really are. They're super cool. We might be the same size, your dad and I. That would um, really be cool. Maybe. Size 10? Size 10. Yes, you are. See there? It's you just, guys are weather brothers. <laughs> we are weather bros, <laughs> man. weather dad thing. <laughs> oh, so, so oh boy. Yeah, it's a blessing. So as soon as Bob wakes up, wherever he is in this world, we're going to get him on the horn here. Can't wait. Probably seven o'clock. Let's get Bob on. Okay. Eight, eight if he needs it. I mean, it's tiring being a weather dad. So, yeah. It is because you're up late tracking storms and sending out text messages to your loved ones, warning them. Which, by the way, you really did lean into it yesterday as you sent us more screenshots of weather yesterday saying, keep safe, everybody. I saw snowflakes that looked like bed sheets for an hour. They were big. It was. Was it, were you really wanting to warn us? Or were you being? Were you being leaning funny? into weather? I was just giving you an update that it's coming down. I knew it. Now get... I was hoping it would persist, but it only went two hours. But in two hours, we got like two and a half inches. Oh, really? It came down for hours for us. Did last you night. wake up with snow on the ground this morning? No. Yeah, it, there's nothing. It all melted in the, here oh, in the city. I got snow nothing. everywhere. Really? Up in Wheeling? Yeah. What about you, Super Die in yeah, Northwest Indiana? Dusting for sure. Really? And it kind of glazed because it really froze over a little bit. You wow. got a glaze. Mm-hmm. Bummer for you huh. guys. Saw lots of snow coming down yesterday, but by this morning, nothing. But I'm telling you, we got a big mammoo coming on Friday. Get ready. Get your Crocs on. Oh, I've got to have my Crocs on. <laughs> get your on. weather dad get a hat swig of water. on. <laughs> get a swig of water. I'm so into weather that I gave it to our DLT team the other day. I was explaining it. And, your and DLT team. What's that? Directional leadership team at oh. 180 Chicago okay. Church. So I was sitting with the boys. And we're going over some things, and I said, I got to tell you about the weather here, guys. <laughs> and I and I told them hour by hour what was going to happen on Friday. Oh, man. And legit, bless his heart, one of my right-hand men, he said, could I get that app that you use? He says, that's got a good tracking system. Oh, you're mentoring oh, the future? Boy. Yeah. Proud member. He's we're raising him way. up. You He's are. on his way. That's we're how it starts. He's a good 20 years away from Doppler Crocs, but he's on yeah. his way. Oh, man. Did, did you used to have, or your home or your dad have, remember the radio, the weather radios? Oh, I mean, now yeah. Now the apps take care of that, but did you have oh, one they of those? Stayed, well, we did, and I'll tell you, maybe some of this weather stuff got into me, because when you're commercial fishing, you keep it pinned constantly. That's true. What yeah. was her name? There was a woman um, that, marine forecast uh, gal out of, oh, I want to say... Shug Harbor. Ah, I forget. If you're from Alaska, happen to be up there, know anything about marine weather forecast, what was her name? She became so, and now she would come on VHS and all these high frequency bands and VHF, I should say. VHS is what you watch videos on. Very high frequency is what you listen to. And she would come on VHF radio and give weather and sea conditions, and they would be updated like every half an hour. And hmm. we live by that. Really? Oh, Makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. it's kind of pivotal oh, to your what job. Was her yeah. name? If I could get into her kind of her rhythm, I could get her name. But boy, she 
was so loved by every commercial fisherman, thousands and thousands of boats across the state of Alaska, because she was our lifeline. She was the weather mom. Mm. Yeah. And it was, it's very important. Do you know how many lives she saved? My goodness. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. Because, you know, she can see on radar what's coming many miles away. Nowadays, I'm sure you can sit on your boat and see exactly what's yeah. coming. Sure. But back in the day. Was it we, Brandy? No. No. I just think You're of that just song. just taking a shot at Well, news. yeah. The sailor said, Brandy. I knew where You're a fine girl. fine girl. What a, what a good wife you would be right. for my life. My love of my lady is the sea. sea. He loved the sea. <laughs> so wow. I thought, well, it would work if, if she was the weather person for sailors and her name was Brandy. I think Brandy probably yeah. worked at a bar. Not yeah, sure she did. She in, did the song. Well, in the song. Well, yeah. that was... Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a little shocked. Back to Doppler radar. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second verse on that thing. I don't know. I don't... Probably I don't know not, how the verse Probably go. not good. It's Pull that best. song no, up. A, no, it's a good song. It's actually it's not, not a bad song. Pull really that song isn't. up. Let's get a little yeah. bit of that um, thing. Okay. That's a great, great song. Good song. Good weather dad song. <laughs> okay, hold on. Um, I just got to do... A coffee here. It's that time um, of day. Swig of water. Okay. Yeah, you get you Let's do... Swig of water. I can't... So I got to pull it up get, like... Then you got to kill the ad. Well, that's the thing is yeah. that I gotta pull this up like really quick, but it's hard to pull up quick. So let's start. Let's start like the middle of the song. He was an honest man. Tried to understand this seagoing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When the bars closed down. Brandy walks through a silent town. Yeah, it's late. It's after closing time. Last call. He's not around. She still can hear him say. She hears him say, Brandy. You're a fine girl. Fine girl. You and me. My love and my is the sea. Guy couldn't get off the boat. That's the bottom line. Ask about a radio. I've never in my life heard that song. <gasps> oh, it's such a good song. You're hold kidding me. It. Never. And that's that's rare. Normally when we play these sort of hold, classic hold, songs. Hold the phone. I've, I've never heard love that. this song. There's something about you never heard right that song. Never in my life. It's a it's a 70s love story. It, it's about this guy and this girl who really love each other, and she keeps this locket of him while he's away because she knows he loves her and he and she loves him. But he loves but he loves the sea, and he's got to go sailing. What, who sings this song? Looking uh, Glass. It's the, called the, for the Looking, Looking Glass. Glass. That's the band. The yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess I'm... It's an important song. Yes, I'm cur- missing out. cultural moment. Well, we started off our show with the song here at the 6 o'clock hour, so coming back from spots <laughs> here in a moment. <laughs> That's a great song. We might have to play that again. Okay. I think I'll get Bob in here and see if he knows that song. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah, we're going to find oh, out yeah. if Bob knows this song. Yeah. Guaranteed Bob knows the song. Coming up, minute and a half. Did you know that risk is faith and faith is risk? Can't avoid it. If you're going to walk by faith with Jesus, you're going to step into risk. And when you take risk and opportunity is before you, it will always be met with this one thing, guaranteed money back. That's what you got to know if you're going to take risk. We'll give it to you straight ahead. Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carlin Crew Mornings. 
right, guys, we're up and rolling here today. We're talking about the seven resolutions. And by the way, if you haven't gotten your name in the hat, now would be a good time to do it. Tomorrow again, we're going to give out 10 packs for small group leaders. And uh, we're going to have two winners tomorrow. But individually, man, you, here's what's really cool. I saw Tony Robbins interviewed on cable television last night. By the way, I have heard word, I don't have it conclusively, that Tony Robbins has either come to or is cultivating a lost faith with Jesus Christ. But he's a self-help guru, right? And even himself, he says 91%, his stats are 91% of resolutions are already falling on their face by now. Isn't that something? Wow. I guess January is called like the dry month or something like that. A lot of, yeah, you see a lot of uh, dry January. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're right. Posts and comments. He said that's out the window already. Interesting. So, so people's commit commitment to not drink any alcohol for the whole month of January. Yeah. And if you've expanded it dry, like no shopping, no Amazon, no this, no that, like dry, like I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. My bride worked at a at a restaurant when she was in high school, college, and she said one night, New Year's Eve, all the girls in there, man. They're gonna they're gonna start New Year's great, man. They're gonna stop smoking, stop drinking, and they so they were just chain smoking, just going nuts, right? Just going for it. Sure. And they decided we're done. January one, we're done. So let's go. Uh, of course. Well, guess what? You know that lasts like thirty six hours. Oh sure. Yeah. But when you join God and watch Him do something amazing, look out and. Um, I was out at Compass Church meeting with a group of men last Saturday, and there were a lot of testimonies about how guys had been changed by agreeing with God with the seven resolutions to see real change in their life. And one guy said, take and risk is the resolution that God's really working on me in. It was really sweet. His story is too personal. I won't get into it here. It's for him to tell. But it was so incredibly, I, I hate to, he was a man's man, I'd say this, but it was just straight up precious. Yeah. It was just precious. But when we take risk, we need to know something. It is part and parcel of faith, but it is always fraught with opposition. This is one of my favorite passages. In 1 Corinthians 16, verse 5 and following, it says, I will visit you, Paul's writing, obviously, to the church in Corinth, and he's in Ephesus. I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend to pass through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter. Things were different back in the day, huh? A few days or the winter. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) So that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want you to. For I do not want to see you now, just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. If the Lord permits. Oh, the sovereignty of God, even in visits to Corinth. But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost. For a wide door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Can't avoid it. One of the things that can often kind of throw you off when you take risk and walk by faith is that, bam, you're hit with, not only am I walking into a door of new opportunity, but greeting me is Satan and demonic forces. Wow. Adversaries, opposition. Yeah, it just happens, guys. And we've got to know that going in. But I want you to know that 
I was really compelled by an article that John Piper wrote a number of years ago, and he said, listen, people ask me, should I take risk? And he said, it's not even, it's, it's really, here, he says, faith is risk and risk is faith. You can't separate the life of walking by faith in Jesus Christ from risk. It's fraught with risk. But the problem is we don't really like risk. Well, we like risk when it's like, oh, let me jump on this roller coaster and go loop around a couple times. <laughs> right. Sure. Because we know it's got an end game. And exactly. it, there's a certain level of knowing. Right. You, if you get on a roller coaster and somebody tells you, I want you to get on this roller coaster, but you can't see how it goes or where it ends or Ooh. when it ends. Maybe a few less people in line at Six Flags, <laughs> right? But, but that's the faith walk. Right. See, the faith walk isn't getting on a roller coaster that you know it's in game and you know all the loops and twists and turns. Scary enough. Walking by faith is getting on the roller coaster. I love that analogy. Walking by faith is getting on the roller coaster and not knowing where it ends, how it goes, and when it ends. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But we got to do it. So the question is, and I've got one for you today, what risk is God calling you to take? And I want to take phone calls on this one. Okay. What risk is God calling you to take? And it's not reckless because it's soundly biblical. It's not ignoring wise counsel because counsel would tell you or has told you, yeah, got to go here. What risk is God calling you to take? And you know that it's fraught with some adversity, but you know God's calling you to take it. We're going to go for it today. Okay. What risk? 312-274-9624. 312-274-9624. What a fun topic this, this is. is. A, this is a really good topic. This is a fun topic. Is taking risk. I mean, you took a risk when you came here. I did. I did. This was. This felt very risky and a lot of times still does. And you're sitting super close to adversity right here. <laughs> Wow. Oh, with that, with I'm meaning super dive. With right. super dive. Yeah. Miss we know. I'm sorry. So yeah. you knew that. Right. Yeah. Alexander. Of course. Some yeah. people out there in the listening audience thought I was referring to myself. Mm. Oh, no, no. Never that. I'm like a cupcake in here. This is just working with me is like sweetness and love. Unicorns. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. It's like working with a hug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> what risk are you taking? Come on, guys. 312-274-9624. And I'm not even sure. I would really love to hear those that you're feeling called right now. And this conversation is going, this is my bump. This is my bump. 312-274-9624. Give us a call. Making herself laugh no matter who joins her. It's time for Allie Thinks It's Funny. little holiday break <laughs> got a couple jokes to start your new year yes. off right where should you go in the room if you're feeling cold this applies to me because i am often cold if you're mm. one of those people who's always cold where should you go in the room where's the warmest spot i have no idea corner yeah. the corner because it's usually 90 degrees <laughs> So close, that one's really good. I there love that. that is good. Stand in the corner. Oh, that's really good. 90 degrees over <laughs> there. Oh, that's good. 
All right, I give it to you. Joke All number right. two. What's the Michelin man's stance on economics? The Michelin man's stance on economics. Ah. Uh, inflation? Not entirely sure, but he's definitely pro inflation. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Nice job, there Diana. You Super you. If you good. want today's jokes, uh, text the word jokes to 312-274-9624. Wow, your coworkers and your grandkids, or make them cringe a little bit. Text jokes to 312-274-9624. Oh, text jokes to our number jokes. here. You can no. get these for yourself if you want them. 312-274-9624. And little known fact. Our current economic advisor in the White House is the Michelin Man. Ah, hey. <laughs> Allie's like, I'm not making political statements here. Ah, like, oh, it's not political. We funny. have inflation. There's a lot of things jokes. that drive inflation. Yes. Absolutely. See the price of turkeys last year? No. Hey, gobblers went way up there. Yeah, yeah. You know, joke links are just pouring out the door right yeah. now. Well, that's good, because go. you may think it's funny. You may not, but you can be always sure of one thing. Allie thinks it's funny. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Allie. I like the first one even better than 90 degrees in the quarter. Yeah, that's clever. That's that was good. Too. I like that. Don't go try it. It's Boom not going to help anything, actually. Don't it's go try help. it. Somebody's going to go stand in the corner right now thinking yeah, it I might know. be warmer over there. <laughs> hey, Try it. Let me know if it works. Okay, we got a question for you guys, and I'm going to open it up a little bit wider to this. Is God calling you into something that's taking a risk? Or has he called you into something that was a risk? You can do either one. We want to hear from you right now. Has he called you into something that was a risk to take? And yep, sure enough, it was met with adversity. And maybe that was the greatest confirmation that you were on the right path. Come on, Young Thunder. When did God call you to take a risk and how did it turn out? Let's go. That's a good question. Okay. Uh, Let's say God called me to take a risk right at the beginning of my salvation, which was to get honest about sin in my life, not just with myself and with him, but with others, uh, because I needed help. Uh, I needed to be healed, and I couldn't do that just on my own. And that take, was part of your salvation that story. That was part of my salvation story. Uh, I needed to take some some big risks by being honest about things, and that uh, would include lots of hurt. That would include lots of pain for me, for others. Uh, but it was the only way I was going to receive help in my life because the resources wouldn't be available to me until I became honest. And so I took the risk. I got honest. And I got the help I needed and been following Jesus for almost five years now. That's sweet. Yeah. That's practical. Yeah. How about you? We got a question for you. What risk did God call you to take? Tell us the risk and how it turned out. 312-274-9624. DJ in Round Lake, what's your story, my man? Hey guys, uh, you're wonderful. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. On in the fall of 2022, I left my current my job that I had, and I didn't have something else lined up. And we prayed about it, talked about it. My wife was currently working at that time, but I knew where I was was not where God wanted to keep me going. So I had to take a step of faith and leave my work, which was terrifying for me, um, especially being a provider. But uh, but I left, got to spend time at home with our one-year-old at the time. So that compounded the, uh, the, the pressure of it. 
and I was at home with her, spent time there, and then finally um, in January of 23 found a new job. So I uh, I followed his uh, his voice, and it was pretty terrifying to uh, say the least. That's a walk of faith, isn't it, my man? Oh, right on. Again, <laughs> as a man, I was like, I can't do this. But, you know, we prayed and we said, all right, it's time to uh, to follow his voice more than what the world says is wise and more than finances would budget and uh, seem seem logical. Yeah. There's something, there's an adrenaline rush, though, when you get out there on face edge, isn't it? It's not always good adrenaline, but it's adrenaline, DJ. I agree. Right on. Yeah, good man. Way to go, my man. Good, good. Oh, hold on a second. How old are you, DJ? How old are you? I'm I'm uh, 28 right now. Yeah, so this I'm... was just a year or two ago. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for being a young man that's following hard after Jesus. That gives me huge encouragement. When I'm dead and gone, having guys like you trucking strong in the church is just a huge inspiration to us. And I I, I love you, man. Thanks for thanks for following Jesus and being so intentional. Keep it going, okay, my man. Ah. Oh. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. You guys are wonderful. And I just, I had to call and I hear you guys a lot, but didn't call in yet. And I said, oh, I'll step of faith. Maybe this will uh, encourage someone else. Yeah, it will. Like I was. It will. Thanks, DJ. Wow. So many good stories from the Boom Crew. We haven't given a triple boom. Can you give a triple boom? Boom, boom, boom. That's oh. why we call you the Boom crew. Still looking for your calls. What's that step of faith, that risk that God called you to take? Tell us about it. 312-274-9624. Discipleship to start your day. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, guys, here we go. We got a question for you in the hopper. What risk did God call you to take? Step of faith. There was opposition. There were lots of reasons why this wasn't didn't feel like the best decision, but you know God called you to take a risk. What was it and how did it turn out? 312-274-9624. Got something really important happening on Friday, guys, and I want you to be the first to get the heads up on this one. We're going to be out at Morningstar, and Friday morning is going to be an interesting morning. Thankfully, we're going to get out there before the snow really hits hard. But we're going to be at Morningstar, and you know that Morningstar really sponsors and gets behind what we're doing here. This is called the Morningstar Studio. And yep. Morningstar, guys, talk about boots on the ground doing something super effective. They are helping people in the cold, in the winter months, not just helping put boots on their feet and coats on their back and gloves on their hands and all that, which is super important. But with these rescue kits, it becomes an open door for the gospel. And there are people getting saved. There's disciples getting back on track. There are homes getting patched up. There's kids. Kids. At Morningstar, I've seen children that have been rescued off the streets with their moms or dads. And it's an amazing story. They're doing a great work. It's hard work. Can I just be that honest? This is hard work. Yeah. This is not easy stuff. So I want you to prime the pump because we're going to be raising how many ducats here? 160K or something. In the form of these winter rescue kits, you may have heard about it in other at other times on our station. Uh, these $25 winter rescue kits that provide some of the winter essentials for a person in need. Blankets, clothes, ha- co- clothes hats, gloves. You have the opportunity to provide one at any time, but we're going to be uh, broadcasting live, Lord willing, Friday morning from Morningstar Mission out in Joliet. Yeah. So if you text the word kit right now, you'll get a link with all the ways that you can give. I think 
the phone line, I think, is already working, if I'm not Correct. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll double check that one right now, as a matter of okay. fact. Um, but there's a link there. And think about it, guys. What a practical way. Some of us wonder, and I do, all right, how do we help people? Because you wonder, who do we help? How do we help? And Morningstar is helping people who have kind of crossed through that threshold of, okay, this is a practical need that we have. But they have a way of not just throwing boots on people, but giving them the gospel as well. So these rescue kits are 25 bucks a pop. And man, I'd love it, Boom Crew. If you're not going to, especially if you're not going to be here Friday and the Lord's working in your heart, prime the pump right now and let's get this party started. This is the first time we're cracking it open today. Uh, we'll be talking about it today and tomorrow. And then we're going to be out there live on Friday, as Allie said, God willing, we're going to get out there before the snow hits. Allie was just telling me, she's like, hey, it's going to be snowing hard out there by the time we head home. But they'll have the main arteries uh, opened up for us. But if you could prime the pump, get this thing cooked and think about it, guys. This is jumping in in a practical way, providing help, need and a portal for the gospel. And these guys are bold with the gospel at Morningstar. Text the word kit. Why don't you grab a kit or two or 10 or 20? And by the way, every gift of $1,000 or more that's given from this moment on, I'm going to pile that up into a pool for Match Challenge. So we won't use that money until we get it kind of signed off on. We'll contact you. So if you got a grand, two grand, any $1,000 or more, all those will be used for kits. But we'll, uh, we'll go a step beyond And uh, we'll inquire of you to see if we can use that for a match challenge. So text the word kit to our number here. And boom crew, here's what I'm going to say. Do what you do. (laughs) You guys are awesome. That's it. There's there's no group of people. I cannot imagine another city of Christ followers that are more generous than the boom crew. We've seen it time and time again. Over and over again we hear Amazing. People tell us from Call of Hope. Uh, FEBC, you name it. People say, my goodness, the Boom Crew is generous. Yeah. So thank you ahead of time. Text the word KIT to 312-274-9624. And uh, by the way, I promised to do this just so that you know that we see you. We'll shout out your name starting from, we're going to put a watermark right now, Allie. Remind me. Okay. We're going to shout out names on Friday morning of everyone that started jumping into this effort right now and we're going to shout out first name and where you're from but i want to thank you ahead of time look at the number of links that are going out awesome this is great kit to 312-274-9624 thank you ahead of time uh man we got a question for you taking risk is an interesting thing because i think we think oftentimes risk is that it's that pinnacle of faith the reality is risk is faith. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Risk faith, faith in and of yeah. itself is mm-hmm. risk. Faith is risk. Faith, risk is faith. <laughs> I think I even have that quote by Piper in my book here because it's just it just struck me that risk-taking, and by the way, can I give you an inside scoop? When I was writing this book a couple of years ago, I was, I was focused on dream big. That was my emphasis. Do you know that as I got into it, I thought, you know, I cannot build a solid theological foundation for dreaming big. Mm. I couldn't do it. It's you, awesome you, that you changed it then. I called my 
publicist, uh, my acquisitions editor, actually. And I said to her, I got a problem, Houston. She said, what's going on? I said, I, I have no I, I have great conviction that I cannot title a chapter Dream Big. I cannot build a solid biblical basis for it. She's like, really? Wow. I said, yeah. I said, look at the central passages I was using here. And I said, frankly, they're a touch out of context. But taking risk yeah. and believing God for things that are bigger than us. That's real. That's real. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Carl and Crew Mornings here, helping you take your next step with Jesus. We're going to get some calls lined up here. we got a question for you this morning. What risk did God call you to take, and how did it turn out? 312-274-9624. Well, i got to tell you something here that uh, really cool. Allie gave me a gift yesterday and what a gift it was. And she was actually the messenger, but the gift I received, she says, I want you to read the certificate first. And I said, certificate. Now opened it up and it pulled out this piece of paper. It says certificate of recognition. The following award is given to Carl Clausen. It's really a touching thing. Nice certificate says, you are officially a standout in the crowd. Now, crowd here is an acronym, and it stands for Certified Registered Old School Weather Dad, <laughs> presented on this day by Bob Harold, AKA my dad. Yeah, your dad. <laughs> and he is, and I didn't know this until I got this award, Certificate of Recognition. He's the Vice President of the National Recognition Board for the certified registered old school weather dads. Yep. Which is really cool. And this now, certificate came along with? Yeah, what what it what happened was it came along with something really special. And I I gotta grab them because I this is one of the greatest gifts I've received. <laughs> Let me grab it's them pretty right awesome. Oh and, uh, I have holding in my them hands in your here. hands. I have some Doppler weather Crocs. Doppler weather radar print Crocs. So cool. They are really something. So cool. And you can see the clear skies uh -huh. on here. You can see the weather bands moving in. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can see the intensity of the weather bands in bright yellow. And they are, they're just beautiful. And what's really cool, I get to thank him live right now. Bob, good morning, Bob. <laughs> good morning, Carl. The official... Now official, official. Yeah. Man, I, I got to tell you, Bob, this warmed the cockles of my heart here, man. Uh, because we're in the timing is beautiful because we have you noticed these fronts that are coming across at us here, Bob? Well, like somebody I know, they become nothing burgers. Yeah, I know. The one yesterday was a big nothing burger. Friday's was shaping up to be a big one, though, Bob. I've looked at Doppler radar and they're forecasting something pretty significant on Friday. What's your take on that front? Well, you know what? <clears throat> Three days ago, they said we were getting 10 inches, and then just now it said two. So I got a, I have a, a burger with no meat. In it. <laughs> okay, so here's my question, though, Dad. Are you tracking this? Will you be sending us updates to tell us whether we need to be careful or not because of the ice and snow? Just tell me if that's coming, yes or no. 
Well, I already we since we just installed Carl, he's now in charge of that region, so I don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't have to do something that. Tells, something give it a something, something okay. tells me, Bob, that, that's not going to stop you. Something tells me that. Okay, so Dad, you're covering Central Illinois, so if I'm in that region, I'm going to get updates from you. And now for Chicago land, since Carl's certified, I got to hear from him. Is that what you're saying? Well. Yes and Both no, because um, I had, Carl hasn't got the handbook yet in the secret. That's oh, right. So he's not official. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, okay. I've, there's some other stuff I still got to get. Uh, so it's a cute. kick in the pants track and weather, isn't it, Bob? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like being a Cubs fan sometimes. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> That's right. Because it's boom and bust. I mean, it's up and down, and yeah. you give your heart to it, and then you just crestfallen yeah <laughs> crestfallen oh, over the weather yeah oh, hey, well yeah. if you've predicted things based ah. on your interpretation of the radar yeah. and then it doesn't happen it's disappointing for the weather dad yeah. because they kind of feel like they built it up yeah and then it didn't come it's so really true I, I guess i get that uh, bob real quick before i let you go uh what's your prediction for the big one the big one coming on friday we're going to be out at morning star doing a remote broadcast they're predicting almost a foot on friday in your experience <clears throat> what, what do you think is going to happen here bob you know what i think because they keep tracking the uh where this is headed i think you guys are going to get the bulk of it and we're going to get you know when you went to a cheap fireworks display and nothing happened at the end? That's what I think I'm getting. Okay. My dad is a little bit further south in central Illinois. So yeah. I love that. It's often Weather's very look different. A little different yeah. Bob Harold, you're a good man. And by the way, on a serious note, I want to tell you, you've raised some good kids, and I'm sitting in a studio here with one of them. Really, Bob, you've done a good job, my man. Well, I appreciate that. I, she's uh, She's fantastic. I love her to death. Love you, Dad. Thank you. God bless, Bob. Have, oh. a, have a great day. God and, bless and keep, have a great day. Keep looking at the app, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> the, so now you and my dad both have a pair of the, the Crocs because he got <clears throat> yeah. them for you because he had a pair and he felt like, you know what, Carl's should be in this club with me. Yeah. So let's get him the shoes. Yeah. The manual and the secret handshake. I can't wait till we get that one live. Yep. But. At least I've got the starter kit right here, and so I'm ready to go. I got the Weather certificate dads. and the Doppler radar Crocs, and I'm ready to roll. What a great thing. Yeah. Okay, taking your calls here today, guys. Got a lot going on. Uh, we're talking about taking risk, and risk is faith, and faith is risk. You find it over and over again in Scripture. Come on, guys. Peter got out of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Had a moment where he thought he might drown, but he took the risk. You know what? God steadied him. Jesus steadied him. I'm going to pray for that Peter spirit to come upon you for water sports this summer. Okay, we'll see. I think sometimes it, it's, you know, because I'm sure Peter knew how to swim. He was a fisherman. And so you think about this, him getting into the water. And I guess when I imagined it, I used to think, well, it was like, it was calm water. He stepped out in the water. He knows how to swim. If he falls, it's not a problem. It was stormy seas. Yeah. He stepped out not on just the water, but stormy seas. And if you fall into that water, you're usually not making it out. So I could imagine the risk he felt. But there is some faith. Who's stepping out of a boat? 
I've been on the Sea of Galilee. Not many. Guys, you're not stepping out of a boat. Yes, swim or not. This is not like you go and you dive into the the water to take a no, swim. This is, this is you right. stepping out as if you are stepping on the curb onto the street. Yeah. Yeah. That picture that, but it's water. Yep. And don't be afraid at all. Just get out. Sure, this water will hold me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good. Catalina, first time caller from Michigan. What do you say? Good morning. Good morning. I just want to share that um, taking risks is, especially when you put it in God's hands, he is going to guide you the whole way Mm. if you trust. Catalina, what risk did you feel like God called you to take, Catalina? What was the risk for you? So the risk was moving out of the city with my three boys. Um, I just wanted them to have freedom. They loved coming to visit a family in Michigan. And it was really hard for me to leave my job and my family who were not in favor of me moving out here. And it just, it, it, it was just a blessing all the way. Sometimes, sometimes, Catalina, thank you. First time caller. Thanks for calling in. Sometimes taking risk will not have a bunch of fanboys behind you. That's often it won't. Often people might think you're crazy. If everything was like, yes, the sky's opened, it's sunny and I'm moving forward. But a lot of times that risk is, wow, like we read in that verse, there's opposition. There's opposition. uh, There's challenges here. Big challenges. Taking your calls right now, guys. What was that risk that God called you to take, that step of faith? What was it, and how did it turn out? 312-274-9624. Latest LP on taking risks to the glory of God. <laughs> Talking taking risk here today. Risk is faith. Faith is risk. One of my favorite stories comes out of Kings. City of Samaria was under siege by Ben-Hadad and four lepers. I mean, they're so under siege, they were starved. Absolutely starved out. Second Kings chapter 7. An epic story. I don't have it open right now, but I can give you the cliff notes. And these four lepers. So the city, I mean, a, a horse head, dead horse head, where they're scooping out the flesh from cheekbones and stuff was selling for a year's wage. They were, it was, I mean, it was a mess and they were starving them out. No food was getting in. Nobody was getting out. These four lepers are like, well, what are we going to do? Hey, when you're a leper, you're in double jeopardy. You got no one to beg from and you got nothing. So they're sitting at the gates and they said, let's go for it. Let's go walk toward Ben Haddad. What are we, if we're going to die, we might as well die in the hands of them. And God used that risk by four lepers. And by the way, I know that he honored their character because the story says even though they had been shunned and ostracized and set outside the gates for health, but for all kinds of discriminatory reasons, when they found all of the bounty of a camp that had been absolute, because God made those, he, he made those eight feet sound like armies coming in 
and Ben Haddad and all of his men ran. They left behind open campfires, silver, gold, uh, horses, all kinds of stuff. And they said, we're going to go back and tell them in Samaria. Four lepers taking a risk saved an entire city. And they're marked down in scriptures. Those are four guys I got to meet too when I get yeah. to glory. Those four lepers. Hey, what was that like, guys? It was terrifying. We're walking straight into Ben Haddad's camp. Ah, man, take, taking risk is everywhere in scripture. And so we're asking you this morning, what risk did God call you to take? He called you to step out and do something, say something. Felt risky, but you did it. What what happened? Tell us about it. 312-274-9624. Let's go to uh, Deb from Wakanda. Deb, call, tell us about the risk that God called you to take. Uh, yeah, I uh, was blessed to be able to go on a mission trip that was already um, set up. And I had heard about it. And uh, there were several members going and They'd made their flight arrangements, and I decided last minute I needed to go. So I flew halfway around the world by myself to meet up with everybody in Myanmar and to spend time serving widows and orphans. And God has used it mightily in my life because I've been on seven missions trips now because of that, taking that risk. Oh, that is a deal right there, so Deb. Good. So you were yeah. with the little group, like lemmings migrating around Myanmar. You had to go find them over there. What a great word. That's what we're talking about here today, Boom Crew. What is that risk that God called you to take? 312-274-9624. Taking more calls here. Let's go to Gene calling in this morning from Lockport. Tell us about uh, the risk God called you to take. Hi. Yes. Um... At the age of 74, I'm 75 now, I felt God um, calling me to start my own virtual administrative uh, business. Wow. And um, I was in my career, I was an executive assistant, so it's work that I'm familiar with and love. But um, I just, you know, I was uh, retired at home and wanted to earn a few dollars and um uh, I asked God to show me where I might be able to do that. And I got an email that says, if you are interested in starting a virtual administrative business, you know, read this email. And it was from um, a school called Kingdom Virtual Assistance. And I uh, signed up for it and got certified as a virtual assistant. And then I launched my business and I thought it was crazy. I didn't, I thought everybody's going to think I'm crazy. I'm retired. And why should I try to start a business? And I had never started a business before. I didn't know anything about it. So I, um, I just kind of took the steps God brought to me and he really did two godly women as my uh, first two clients. And uh, here it is a year later and I'm doing very well. Praise God. Praise God. Way to go, Gene. You're an inspiration. So you launched it when you were 74. Is that right? That's right. And who does that? (laughs) (laughs) Only people led by God. Gene, Gene, is the company still up and going? Yes, it is. Yes, well, it is. Well, you didn't ask for it, but come on. God, what's the name of your company? Somebody out there needs an executive assistant. It is Jeans Virtual Assistant Solutions. And I have um, uh, a website online, Jeans Virtual Assistant Solutions. Awesome. Dot com. Dot com, right? 
That's right. That's very cool. Jeans Virtual Assistant Solutions dot com. I'm going to say it again. Well, actually, actually, yep. Carl. Yes. It's Jeans. I've shortened it to Jeans VA Solutions dot com. Oh, we got to get the right one, Jean. <laughs> yeah. Jeans VA Solutions. Okay. That's okay. You're doing Jean, great. You're doing kiddo. great. You're doing great. Jeans VA Solutions dot com. I hope you got bandwidth because you're about to get hammered, sister. Jeans. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Jeans VA Solutions dot com. Now, That's boom so crew, don't call in with your businesses. I don't do this. Right. Yeah, this is not normal. This is out of the ordinary. Yes. If you're 92 and you're launching a business, I'll, I'll let you do it. Okay. <laughs> but oh, you got to be 92. Okay. That's so great. 74 years old. I, I, I'm looking That's at Gene's so website right now. Beautiful. Way to you go, are? Gene. Yeah. Way to go. Beautiful. It's a great website. I'm checking it out too. I really I'm on like it too. It. Oh my goodness! It's a really well done website. Gene's dude. about to get hammered. Very. Oh, awesome. I, I love that. I, oh man. Too great. This is Mike and Tyler walking free. Still taking your calls here, guys. Tell us about that risk God called you to take. How'd it go? Three one two two seven four nine six two four. Dan in Harvard. What's your story, my man? I asked God one day. I said, God, I'm I'm supposed to be preaching the gospel. I'm I'm. I became a truck driver. I'm out on the road, and I want to preach the gospel. God, who do I talk to? Who do I talk to? The first time he tells me, he said, I want you to pull over that rest area. Long story short, I'm going to keep it as short as I can. Okay. Long story short, pull over to the rest area. Okay, I'll pull in the rest area. See a, see a parking space next to that truck? Pull over there. Okay, now, now, now tell him something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sweating. Of course sweating you are. Like, uh, and then I, so I, I just went into the, into the building, washed my hands, splash water in my face and thinking, wait a minute, I'm just a tool in God's toolbox. I'm yeah. somebody, I'm, I'm a sheep, that I, he's my shepherd. If you want a God, if you want to tell him something, you have the words of eternal life. Like he asked Peter, okay, yeah. you're going to leave me too? No, you, where do we go? you got yeah. the words of eternal life. Same thing. God, you've got the words of eternal life. What can I tell this man? Nothing. Nothing. What can you tell him? Let's Anything see. Anything you want. Let's see. <laughs> and funny, and yeah, so, so, and I come out there and I say, you know what? God laid out of my heart. You don't know me, and I don't know him, and I don't know you either. But, you know, God knows you. God loves you, and he's thinking about you. And he said, hey, man, thanks. I appreciate that. And you know what the funny thing is? It blessed me, too, because now every morning when I wake up, I realize God's thinking about me. He loves me. Oh, that's good. And, and Dan, I got to tell you, man, that's there's a blessing. That's, that's huge. And here's what's amazing. Story after story like this that I've heard of people that surrendered their life to Christ or had a huge lordship move, it's linked to this unknown person out of the blue that they don't know their name. How many times have we heard that? Many. Many. Mm -hmm. Keep it up, Dan. Way to go, Cat Daddy. Whoa! Out there driving an 18-wheeler around. All right, God, where do you want me to go? That space over there. Yeah. Love that. That's good. Tell us your story. God called you to take a risk. Maybe it felt huge. Maybe it felt small, but it was definitely a risk. What was it? What did God call you to do that felt risky? And how did it go? 312-274-9624. Phil in Geneva. What's your story, Phil? Hey, good morning, Carl and crew. Good morning. So about a dozen years ago, I was making a, a trip to China to visit some factories and the Lord kind of put on my heart. He goes, I want you to take Bibles over there. And 
I'm like, wow, uh, that's not something that's really encouraged and, and that's not really uh, supported by the Chinese government. But um, but I, and I had no Chinese Bibles and I've never given Bibles away before. So I share this story with my men's group and they go, oh, well, if you talk to Rich, Rich works for a publishing company. Oh. And I'm like, so I go talk to Rich and Rich goes, oh, yeah, I've got 20 Chinese Bibles in my office. That I don't know no. what to do with. Wow. No. So, yeah. So you wow. took them. So I got the Bibles from Rich, and then I hadn't sh- shared this plan with my wife yet. And so I shared the plan with my wife, and she's like, there's no way you're taking Bibles to China. I, I, it's, it's tough enough having you uh, overseas for two weeks, let alone, you know, doing something that's risky. So we, we talked about it for about a week, and she goes, all right, you can take 10. <laughs> I go, okay, I'll take 10. <laughs> So, so I, I wrapped the Bibles up in Christmas paper and developed this concocted a story about gifts and stuff when I'm going over there. And I bury them in my suitcase and I'm on my way from um, Shanghai to a rural, rural, a rural airport in China. And I'm flying over these villages and I'm thinking, Lord, um, yeah. what do you want me to do? So I was getting a little nervous and feeling I was the only Caucasian on the entire plane. And as we start the land, the music comes on as they're, as they're getting ready to land and they're playing an American gospel song. No. In English. Wow. In English. So this I was like totally blown away. And I, I don't really know. I still don't know what to do. I give them away to a couple of factory people. We go to uh, owners. We visit a rural, um, a rural village where people are, where they, where they get workers from. I get out of a car and I just, I've got the Bibles in my hand. And, and as, as we're getting ready to leave, uh, I pass some Bibles out. And uh, a couple of years later, I go back to that same village. And the, <laughs> it's getting you, isn't it, dude? Yeah. Yeah. And they came up to me and they go, do you remember me? Yeah. And they go, you gave us Bibles two years ago and we read them every day. Wow. Oh, my word, Phil. Oh, my word, Phil. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was like the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, that's. And what's amazing is it just started with a little prompting on your heart, Phil, and the rest is history. And I mean, that's just, that's, guys, this is the way God works. Some of you are hearing his voice today saying, I need a little bit of that Phil stuff on me today. Yeah. You know what it is? Just being courageous enough to hear the voice of God and go, okay, I'll tell you, you know what that story does for me? makes me more attentive to the Holy Spirit right now, in this moment, yeah. right now. And this is weird because I've had, even before we jumped into this today, over the last couple of days, I've had this weird sense that God's constantly speaking to us and we need to listen to his voice and do things that seem otherwise crazy. 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 Yeah. How awesome is this story? Great story. Man. Paula, first-time caller, Crown Point. What's your story, sister? Well, I was in a Bible study that I just absolutely loved, and it was ending, and the gal who was leading it was moving. And so that was kind of like the end of the study. And um, 
as I was going to work every day, I was memorizing Ephesians and um, the verse that says that God can do abundantly beyond what you can imagine. Yes. And the thought came to me, maybe I could lead this Bible study. And so every day I was arguing with God, no, I've never done this before. I can't do this. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm just not equipped to do this. But I felt I had to obey. And so I uh, was teaching at the time, and I put an invitation in everybody's box, their mailbox, the teachers. And um, I thought if I could, I'll just teach the study that I came out of, and then that will, you know, give me some courage. And so I did. And 25 years later, we are still studying the Bible. Whoa! (laughs) So God did abundantly beyond what I could have imagined, you know, really, it was crazy. So it was quite a quite a blessing. People come and go, but there's some people who have been there the whole time. So that's so good, Paula. Paula, first time caller from Crown Point. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna do something crazy here. Stay on the horn, Paula. Giving you ten books for a Bible study. Oh, thank you. I'm giving you ten books and ten day planners. We'll figure it out, thank guys. Thank you. Wow. We'll figure it out. Thank that's Thank oh, you. Boy. That's a blessing. Thank you. Got, you. You just got to take your group through it. That's all. It's seven resolutions. I'm going to sign all the books and we'll oh, get them out to you. Okay. I, I've done. I've done the study. Um, um, not too long ago, I went through the book. Oh, that's really great. So geez. that's a wonderful thing to give to my people. Great. Oh, great, wow. Paula. Way to go, sister. First time caller. She referenced uh, Ephesians 3, 20, 20 and 21. And 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To Ooh. him be the glory yeah. in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. A quick note on that passage and that word power. That is the Greek word dunamis, where we get dynamite and dynamic for our English words. And it is a word that is used 120 times. And you know that dunamis is only given by the Holy Spirit. Jesus told the early church in Acts 1.8, you wait and my power will come on you and you will be my witnesses. And that's when the power was born in the early church. And it goes on to this day, dunamis power, the power of God. Isn't that great? I love that. Love that, love that verse. Love that story. Wow. Phil Wickham here, hymn of heaven, still taking your calls this morning, guys. What's that risk that God called you to take? Like Paula, like many of our callers this morning, what was it and how did it go? 312-274-9624. It's what a movie does that take you to? Got Tom Cruise in it. Oh, what is it? Risky Biz. Or Risky yeah. Business. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I was trying to figure out what's what... the name of this group. I forget. Help me. Help what me. Is this this is uh, uh, this is Bob Seger. Bob Seger band. And yeah. the Silver oh, yeah. Bullet band. Yeah, Silver Bullet Bob band. Seger. Crank it up. I love Bob Seger. Come on. They haven't digitally reproduced this one yet. Nope. Or they did, and this is who's a guy. Don't 
talking taking risk here today, Carl and crew. It's good to have you with us, guys, helping you take your next step with Jesus. What if your next step is to get out of the boat and walk on some water? Take a risk. Faith is risk. Risk is faith. It's everywhere in Scripture. One of the best passages is in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Apostle Paul's writing to the church of Corinth, and he says, I really want to come see you. But there's this huge door for effective ministry that is open for me in Ephesus, comma, and there are many adversaries. You know, walking by faith is like walking across a moat filled with crocodiles. No, I mean, it is. That's a it's good true. Picture. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, it's true. Everybody it's, else would advise against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Allie, don't, don't do that. That's dangerous. Uh, that's a little bit thinking? out there, isn't it? Yeah. But God, taking your calls, what risk did God call you to take? And yeah, you just walked right across the back of the crocodiles. Reminds me of good old James Bond flick. Remember that one? He's stuck on no. the, he's stuck on the boat. He has to get back to a dock. Yeah. He just did a tap dance across the top of the crocodiles. <laughs> None for him. Oh. You make James Bond look like chicken feed. Gail, first time caller in Chicago. What's your story? Hi there. Well, here's my story. My family moved into Chicago, and my two little girls had been in an Awana club for a year. We found a church here that had Awana. Yay! So I started as a leader. And a few years after that, the director of the club left the church, and everybody else said, no, not me, no, not me. And I wanted that experience for my daughters, so I said, okay, Lord, uh, I'm in. And uh, 30 years later, (laughs) I was still the director of that club. (laughs) How many? How many? (laughs) Three, 30 years. 3-0. I thought I heard years. you say that. 3-0. Three, wow. And then, um, yeah, and then after that, I, I groomed another young gal to take over yeah. the directorship. After that, and uh, the Cubbies Club didn't have a director, so I did three more years of the Cubbies. <laughs> now I'm in a different church. I'm still in, and my daughter's the director of the Girls Club. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. I love that. Faith, is, so, faith has so got I'm a long time. 40 years now. Way to go, Gail. Way to go, Gail. Man, wow. First so time caller. Way to go. That's what we're talking about here today. <laughs> 30 years later. <laughs> Give us a call right now. What's that risk God called you to take? And how did it go? 312-274-9624. Waking you up with adrenaline and Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Taking your calls. When did you take a risk? You stepped out by faith. And boy, God moved. Lily, first-time caller from Naperville. What's your story, Lily? Good morning and praise the Lord. Amen. So, yeah, uh, during COVID, uh, we had we had started a small group at my church, and they were encouraging people who feel stuck, who feel like they can't move on, there's something happening in their life, they can't check it off. So they were coming alongside us to, to you know, to help us, and uh, most of all, like, to help us make sure that God is calling us and we can do it. So I opened up to my small group. I told them, I've always had a calling on my life. I come from Uganda, and I've always had a calling on my life, take care of the, the children, like street kids. Yeah. So they were like, oh, that is great. I'm like, yes, but I'm all the way here, Uganda, here. How can I do that? But they were like, you know what, if God has put it on your heart, God is going to do it. So they came alongside, they helped me, they encouraged me, they prayed with me. 
so since since then, I, I, I went ahead and opened the Children's Foundation and I've been taking care of 14 children <laughs> as we speak. The, for two years since COVID, since schools opened in Uganda, they've been able to go to school for those two years. They just finished the, the second year of school this uh, end of 2023. I've paid their tuition. I've taken care of them. 14 children. I give God all the glory. Oh, so good. you are an inspiration, I Lily. Wow. Come on. Thank super, you, thank you. Super die. <laughs> super die, you got to come on here. You hearing this story? God is so it's amazing. God is so amazing. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. They so, write letters thanking me, saying, I want to be like you when I grow up. I want to serve God. I'm going to be a good girl. I'm going to be a good boy. I'm like, all the glory goes back to God. Because I'm a single mom. I was like, God, I can't do it. How do I do this? It's too far. How do, who do I trust? How you know? But since I, I I obeyed and started it, those children have never lacked tuition. They have never lacked food. They've been going to school. They have finished their second year, and I give all the glory to God. That's wow. so cool. You are my inspiration. You are something. Wow. Because Lily, thank you. Super Dad oh. wants a big old home that's built like a shoe yeah, with kids I running do. in and out I of do. it. I do. I absolutely do. Lily, you are uh, you're a rock star, sister. Oh, honey, Way you, to go. God is God is so faithful. Yeah. Yes, it's just, it's just obey him and be available. He does great things, great, great things in good, our life. Good word. Hmm. Amen. Good Amen. Amen. Wow. Woo! Peeling paint around here, guys. Wow. Let's get one more. Bert, Forest Park, what's your story? Hey, good morning, folks. Wow, that testimony was awesome. Is that amazing? <laughs> My God, amazing. Hey, I'm not new to y'all. Y'all know this, but uh, and I might have shared this years ago, but under the prompting of the Holy Spirit, I'm sharing again. In a job that uh, had been suffering a little bit due to a recession, CEO was before his entire staff to say, hey, this is your hot dog stand. Would you want it to close? We need to, new, we need to figure out a new revenue stream because we weren't making money the normally way that we would, education and things like that. I worked for a nonprofit at the time. So what happened was a download from God came to me, an idea that I thought, I'm sure somebody else will put this forward, but no one else did. So I did under the prompting of the Holy Spirit and taking all the risks because if this idea didn't work and they put me in it, you know, <laughs> I likely would be out of a job. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Right. I'm out. Um, so what I did is I pulled together the plan based on what God downloaded to me under the unction of the Holy Spirit, gave it to the CEO who unbeknownst to me then gave it to the board and then called me from the road to say, hey, they like your idea. We're going to implement it. You're going to head it up. So a few months later, we kick it off and uh, to the success because of what was downloaded and the prompting. And to be honest, this whole time, I'm carrying anxiety and worry and quite honestly fear, but had to make sure I stayed in the Holy Spirit who was giving me the prompting to yeah. just keep going because God had my back, right? right. Um, but but honestly, there was fear and there was some um, resistance from even staff. They thought, you know, it was going to impact other areas and all those sorts of things. So there was a lot kind of coming at me at the time. But again, prompting the Holy Spirit. So what ended up happening is year one, we were supposed to make X amount of dollars. We did double that. Year two, we did double that. And it grew from 350000 year one. We were supposed to come in at 150000 to a $2.2 million. At about After about six years, we made it grow to about 
six two point two million dollar uh, profit center for the organization, and it still exists today. Wow! So, <laughs> Bert, wow. I love these That's stories, awesome. Bert. Oh my goodness! So good, guys. Here's what this is doing. And you know it, Boom Crew. It's putting fuel in your belly to start believing God to step out of the boat. It is. It's putting fuel in your belly. And by the way, when you step out in faith, thank you, Bert, for your honesty. Is it a fearless thing? No. No. It can be white-knuckled, man. Yeah. We just got a text message, Carl, coming up. I'd like for you to speak to this person and anyone who feels like this. They say, unlike your successful callers... I'm embarrassed to say I'm struggling with the risk I feel is from God. I'm paralyzed with fear. I pray for strength to someday obey. Please pray for me. We'll do it. We'll do it. And we'll give you some biblical counsel on this one, too. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Sometimes when we take risk, it, it can get dicey. It really can. Good call here, Allie. We've got someone that just texted in here. Yeah, they said, I am embarrassed to say, unlike your successful callers, I'm struggling with the risk I feel is from God. I'm paralyzed with fear. I pray for strength to someday obey. Let's do it. We're going to pray right now. We're going to do that. I want you to know this. uh, Just voicing that sometimes actually deals a death blow to Satan's attack to try to keep you away from what God is calling you into. Father, in Jesus' name, we rally around this person. Lord, you have given us not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. And Lord, we don't use that as a whip against this person. We use it as hope and reality. And Sometimes there's a gap between what we're feeling and the truth of your word, and so we just reach out right now on behalf of this person, and there's probably way more struggling to pull the trigger on a vision, a calling that you have on their life. Lord, I would pray that you would confirm yet again that it is your voice speaking and then give the courage to step out. Lord, I pray that today would be a day of breakthrough, that there would be that one step. Lord, I'm thinking about Peter getting out of the boat. It's that first step that changes everything. It's not the fourth step. It's not the fifth. It's not when Jesus reaches down when we let fear, the fear of circumstances get the best of us that that he picks us up. It's not that that we're looking at. We're looking at that first step. So God, I don't know how big it is. I don't know how small it is. I don't care if it's a phone call made, a URL that is purchased. I don't know what it is, but Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for this person right now to take that first step of faith. It's risky, Lord, but it's beautiful. We've heard story after story today about your kids taking steps. We haven't heard anything about a church plant. We've just heard about real people doing real things to your glory. And it's awesome. And I pray for this person that's battling right now. Break them loose. Give them that first little step that they need to take. That first little step, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Or something about a first step, I'm telling you guys. Yeah. Or something about making that phone call, putting that toe in the Jordan, there's something about there's something about putting that staff right there. There's something about mm, those four lepers that said, let's head toward Ben-Hadad's camp. 
There's just something about that first step. I'm glad you pointed out that it, the fear, you, there, some element of a little bit of kind of holy fear is okay. Like I have you, never met one person <laughs> that stepped into one of these faith moves that was fearless. Yeah, so never. wait, thinking that there might come a day where there will be no fear, where you'll have absolute total confidence that this is going to go great. That day's not going to come, like no. that, or it wouldn't be faith. So lower the bar in terms of where you feel like you need to be to take that step of faith. As one you know, famous speaker once said, if you do it afraid, it's okay to do it afraid. Yeah, and, and by the way, embrace that. Embrace that because there's something about faith steps cause you to cling to God. Yeah. Way more than sitting on your booty and, and neglecting that call. So it's okay. It's okay. We love you guys. Okay, taking your calls right now. What's that step of faith, that risk that God called you to take? What was it? And tell us, how did it go? 312-274-9624. You know, I feel prompted with something right now. Uh, Friday, we're going out to Morningstar. And Morningstar is a phenomenal ministry, guys. Let me be super clear, and I need you to listen to my heart here a second. Morningstar, you hear it every top of the hour. You're broadcasting to you live from the Morningstar Mission Studios, right? Isn't that what they say? Yep. Uh, they're doing yep. a great work. Allie and I were out there uh, last couple of years. Is that right? Yeah, it's been. And mm-hmm. I've had a chance, I think you have as well, Allie, to meet some of those folks mm-hmm. there. My goodness, guys, they're not just handing out winter rescue kits because we're going to be raising about 160 k on Friday. I need you to hear my heart here, because I need you to help me with something. Somebody needs to hear this. There, There is not a kit given that isn't inextricably linked to the gospel of Jesus Christ. People are coming to Jesus. People are coming back to Jesus. There are kids getting rescued that are without a home, with a mom or a dad. The amount of intentionality with the gospel, though, is straight up amazing. And I want you to know this. Friday's going to be a big day. We're going to try to raise 160 k It's like, whoa, that's heavy lifting. But you, the Boom Crew, can do it. And it takes this. This is how, one kit at a time. You are getting, you're getting gloves on hands. You're getting parka on back. You're getting boots on feet. These rescue kits are what people need more than anything else, to send a message, God sees your soul. Yeah. That's what it does. God sees your soul. And this is a big deal because you sometimes wonder, how am I going to help? This is it. This is it. And we got another big storm. We got a, this one was a nothing burger. But we've got a storm. Looks like it's coming Friday. And my suspicion is this thing's going to have some mustard to it. Yeah. And it's going to be bitterly cold this upcoming weekend. Oh, my word. Then it drops down below zero. Yeah. So, I mean, the timing of this could not be more appropriate given the conditions. If you want to go ahead and give an early $25 winter rescue kit, you can grab one. Uh, Most people are grabbing more than one. Just text the word KIT to 312-274-9624. We'll get you both the phone number and the web uh, link to give. Just text KIT to 312-274-9624. And I want to be bold here. I'm asking for four of you that have got $1,000 or more. How many kits in uh, 1000 bucks? Help me do the math quickly. Okay, give me two Before seconds. Uh, 40? 40. 40. Yeah, 40. So 40 kits. That's right. Yeah, 40 kits. Um, 
love for you to jump in and grab 40 kits. Here's what I need. I need four of you that grab 40 kits. That's a grand. Because I want to pool together some match challenge money to get us started on Friday. And if that's you, just, just call in or go online right now. And we will contact you before we go live with the, your name. But we got such a big goal. I'm asking you to prime the pump. If you can't be here Friday, if you can, great. Maybe you can and you're like, I want to prime the pump anyway. Yeah. 25 bucks goes a long way. In multiples, poo, look out. Uh, we had Daniel come in this morning with 250 bucks. That's 10 winter rescue kits, guys. That's a big deal. Alex came in from Chicago, got a rescue kit. Way to go. If four of you could grab $1,000 worth of these rescue kits, man, we will contact you and ask you if we can use it for match challenge money. That would be such a blessing. Okay. Um, text the word kit right now. Be prayerful about it. Maybe this is a risk God's got you taking. Yeah. Text KIT to 312-274-9624. Just the word KIT, K-I-T, to 312-274-9624. And thank you to all of you. We're going to be talking about this a little bit today, a little bit more tomorrow. And then Friday, we're driving through a storm, going to Morningstar, and we are going to have a four-hour party. Straight up, four yep. hours, smoke, on the water. <laughs> and Amen. snow on the streets. Yeah, smoke on the water and snow on the streets. Text KIT to 312-274-9624. Got a question for you. What's that risk, that step of faith God called you to take? 312-274-9624. Don't just keep it to yourself. Give what you've heard to a friend with the Carlin Crew Showcast. Just go to carlincrew.org. Okay, you're going to go back to the, oh, no, we aren't. We're going to go back to the phones in a moment. Right now, it is time for one of our favorite segments of the entire show all week long. <laughs> That's generous. Making herself laugh no matter who joins her. It's time for Allie Thinks It's Funny. Yeah! Allie Thinks go, It's Allie. Funny. Go, Allie. Oh, it's boy. back. Thank you for piping in a little crowd noise for me. Yeah, It really anytime. helps warm things up. Speaking of warming things up, why did the dad come to the dinner table wearing winter gloves? Why did the dad come to the dinner table wearing winter gloves? Because he was slipping a little bit. He says, I'm intermittent fasting. Oh, <laughs> intermittent. No. Yes, yes, I I thought Carl might like I that. I love that one. You, one. Do, you are is, a dad and yeah. you like intermittent. Yeah, intermittent fasting is very healthy, by the way. Fasting. Oh, that's great. Here's another one for you. What U.S. state, a little trivia for you, what U.S. state is known for its especially small soft drinks? U.S. state known for its especially small <laughs> soft drinks. Rhode I think, Island. I think Carl figured it out. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> there you go. Two jokes for you. Share them with I your friends, it. your coworkers. Make your kids cringe a little bit like yeah. mine do. Yeah. Text the word jokes. I'll send them your way. Text jokes to 312 274 9624. Just jokes to 312 274 9624. No joke here, but what's the only state in the union that you can't drive <laughs> to their capital? You can't drive to their capital. No, can't drive to the capital. Uh, is this a joke? It's not a joke. Oh, Rhode I can't Island? Wait for the punchline. Hawaii? Alaska. Oh, it's okay. So it's not a joke. Oh. Is it, it's an island? Juneau is landlocked. You cannot drive there. You can only really? get there by plane or by boat. 
Interesting. Wouldn't that not be? That's the opposite of landlocked, isn't that? Well, sea it's locked? sea locked. Okay. But yeah, it's locked. Interesting. Well, that wasn't very funny. Well, no, it wasn't. I said it's not a joke. <laughs> you can't be <laughs> taken over my joke oh, segment. Oh, I'm sorry. So give her, give her the rap. Funny. I'm sorry. Because listen. <laughs> You oh, certainly didn't think that one was funny, but no. you may think alleys are funny. You may not, but <laughs> oh. Allie definitely thinks it's funny. And we can help you right now. I was waiting for the punchline. I thought, okay, surely this is going to be no, good. I, I'm sorry. So listen, if you want those jokes that Allie just gave, not the fact not data the that I gave. Not the fact about Alaska, Alaska well, dude. Text jokes to 312-274-9624. find something to throw at her. Yeah. That's so good. Hey, you throwing stuff in here? I'm throwing lots of Come stuff. Come on. <laughs> Jokes to 312-274-9624. By the way, another little factoid about Alaska. You know that there's more <laughs> coastline around Alaska than the entire continental United States coastline. That's, that's a, a lot big of coastline. State. You have to admit, that that's a, a staggering It's number. the biggest yeah. state. Uh, yeah, by... I think you can fit two and a half Texas in that thing. Carl wants to start a fun facts about his home state. Well, (laughs) what should we call it? (laughs) Old man goes rogue. (laughs) Old man goes rogue. (laughs) Appropriate. Oh yeah, you jumping right on that one, aren't you? Is that what? What's the most Alaskan name you can think of? Besides, you mean a person's name? name? Like, like a name? Like that's an Alaskan name. Someone's. Isaac Okleasic. Okay. Uh, going around Isaac Okleasic's barn. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Instead of around McCready's barn, we're going yeah. around Okleasic's barn there because it's a, an Alaskan go. barn. Uh, that's Okleasic. what we're calling his there you go. fun little fun facts about his state. There you go. <sighs> Isaac's quite a guy. Isaac's oh one of the guys that gave me the uh, ear jam chapstick idea. Oh, that's right. <laughs> ear yeah. jam chapstick. There's the connection. Okay. Yeah. Ear jam. Super. For those of you just tuning in and haven't heard this before, if you find yourselves with dried out chapped lips and you're out of chapstick, mm. reach back there. As I was told on the Iditarod Trail just outside no. of Squint, the capping with a couple of native Alaskan friends of mine, they said, hey, they were mocking me for being a skinny guy that's not native Alaskan. They were, and it was great. They're like, oh, you tenderfoot. You don't tenderfoot. know what you're doing out here. But they said, reach back there right behind the ear and scrape yourself up some of that stuff from behind that earlobe yes. and wipe it on your lips. Absolutely. And uh, it works. It, I'm uh. sure it does. Ear Jam sounds like a great band name. Oh, no, ear it does not. Ear Jam definitely sounds like something group. else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a band <laughs> Could we not? Uh, oh, oh, that's too far. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say right now, Allie, you've been hanging around me way too long. Too far, Allie. That, that would one. not have come out there, of your mouth even two years ago. Get us out of here. Somebody get us out of here. Yeah, that's, wow. How about a song? Shocked. Yeah, please you got get a song. by Ear Jam in there? <laughs> I don't. Ooh, get us out. <laughs> See if Ear Jam's been claimed. Earjam.com. Get no. some new chips. I'm not going to look there. up earjam.com. I'm going to just look up earjam. Why? Yeah, because you want to do it. Uh, no. No. No earjam. No earjam band. We can do it. Thing. Somebody said, Carl, that ear story leaves lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you hadn't repeated it. 3073, same. That's same. good. Yeah, earjam.com. It's yours to buy, Carl. Okay, cool. Oh, you can get it's it? It's open. For a low, low cost. Low, low cost. Go Daddy for twelve ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
done. You guys are crazy. Pam, we thanks are. for holding on in Crown Point. There's enough of this nonsense. Talk us about taking a risk, sister. Hi, Carl. Well, I want to say before um, about that individual who texted in that's struggling with the taking the risk. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's beauty in that struggle. And God wants us to go to him in that struggle. And I feel like oh, the end of that struggle is actually the blessing. Yeah. It's not whether the risk is good or bad mm. and the risk that you took comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, but That's and, a profound I word mean, right I, there. Thank you. When I look back on the huge risk that I took, um, which was my my daughter, she um, started out at like 11 years old, having a seizure every month, turned into two to three years later, she was having 25 a day. Oh, my. And every medication that we tried did the exact opposite of what it was supposed to do. And after testing, after testing, they couldn't figure out why she was having all these seizures, came down to the point where they said, She's, we think she needs brain surgery and we're going to need to take out a portion of her brain. And my mama's heart said, no. Yeah. <laughs> and God worked on me and worked on me and we struggled. I mean, those verses that talk about when Jacob struggled with yeah. God, Yep. I totally related with those. Oof. And in the end of the struggle, God said, you know what? It could go either way. She could pass away from this surgery or she could be healed. Right. And it's going to be okay no matter what. I'm going to be there with you, and it's going to be my will. Finally, I raised up my hands and said, God, it's your will. It's not mine. And we took that risk. And that was 17 years ago. And that little girl is now almost 30. She's married. She's in a profession that she absolutely loves, and she serves and loves on other people. And she has only had two seizures since that surgery oh. 17 years ago. Wow. So yes, it came out wonderful, but the true blessing was the blessing that I received from God, that he was with us no matter, no what, matter what, and that his will was better than mine. Ah, wow. Great word, Pam, wow. from Crown Point. Way to go, sister. That's great. That's what we're talking about here today. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, guys, here we go. We have got something I want to give you a heads up on. Really cool report back here. Okay, let's just break this down. I'm not going to get fancy. On Friday, we're going out to Morningstar. Morningstar is a ministry that ministers to people that are stuck on the streets of Chicagoland, and they, listen, we're going to be raising money for rescue kits for 25 bucks, you can get a rescue kit. Uh, what's in these rescue kits? Yeah, the rescue kit has the winter essentials, blankets, clothes, hats, gloves, hand warmers. Yeah, I mean, these things are loaded. Okay, now let me tell you the awesome part about this with Morningstar. Not only did they sponsor our studio, which I'm asking you, come on, let's honor these guys, man. They're, they're making it happen. And they're committed to the gospel so much so there is no way a kit's going out to someone on the streets without it being directly relinked to the foot of the cross. The link between the foot of the cross 2,000 years ago and those rescue kits is absolutely clear at Morningstar, which is so cool because doing things in Jesus' name matters. So this is huge. You're not, you're not just helping. You're, 
you are, this is a link to the hope that is found in Jesus Christ. There are people coming in, in off the streets, getting their lives transformed by Jesus, getting practical skills, finding their way back into the workforce and up and running by the power of God. That's what you're a part of. So I want to ask you to prime the pump today. Friday, we're going to be out there in earnest raising, uh, how many kits are we looking to get? Uh, a total of six, over just over 6,000, almost 6,500 winter rescue kits. Okay. So that's going to be a big lift. That adds up to like 160K, but Boom Crew, you guys are gifted to do it. If every one of, if some of you can prime the pump right now and say, let's get this party going, Carl, just text the word kit right now to 312 274 9624. Just kit to 312 274 9624. We'd be so grateful. And come on, man, this is, it's going to get. Okay, so we're going to get probably a pretty good dump on Friday. And then, guess what? Temperatures go boom. Some areas have already projected 12 below zero. This is when we can go make hay for the glory of God and get these kids out on the streets and care for people. How cool is this timing, by the way? This is amazing. So I want to up the ante. Dwayne did it. I'm asking for four of you with $1,000 or more so that we can put some of these $1,000 gifts into Match Challenge money for these kits. He got 40 kits. We're going to be contacting Dwayne to see if we can use that, and I need three more of you today to come in and go, I got $1,000 or more uh, to use Match Challenge money. So cool. So grateful for all of you coming in. We had Diana. She... Lives in Chicago, but she's currently in Puerto Rico, and she called in from Puerto Rico. Wow. So she's listening on the app, and she called in. How cool is that? Put me it's down awesome. for three winter rescue kits. That's cool. So I'm asking you to jump in and say, count me in. Count me in. And if you could prime the pump today, that'd be great. Text the word KIT right now, KIT, K-I-T, to 312-274-9624. KIT to 312 Nine six two four. Be so grateful for that. Oh, I'm way behind the curve here, aren't I, Young Thunder? Uh, yeah, it's almost time for something. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let me give that a second. Let me give that a second. Thank you ahead of time, Boom Crew. Honestly, uh, the phone line works with this link. The online gift works with this link. And again, if you give $1,000 or more, all these $1,000 gifts or more, 5, 10, 15. I think we had like a 10 grander last year or the year before. We had That's a awesome. big gift. Yeah. Um, we'll use that for match challenge with your permission. So we'll be reaching out to Dwayne from Rockford who gave uh, 40 kits, a thousand bucks. How awesome is that? Incredibly it's generous. Incredibly generous. Thank you. And all of you jumping in. Thank you. So again, text word kit. Let's get this party started Friday. We're going to be out there at Morningstar, but let's get this part. You do what you do. Boom crew kit to three, one, two. Two seven four nine six two four. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew as we help you take your next step with Jesus. You're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from five to nine a.m. Godspeed.